from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods of Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. This is the Ramsey Show. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Nate is in Baltimore. Hi, Nate. How are you? Hey, Dave, Jade. How are you guys? Doing Better good. than we deserve. What's up? Oh, great. Glad to hear that. Uh, I'm calling because uh, my wife and I just recently, very recently, got out of uh, debt after a long journey here. And um, we're we're wondering if we should uh, continue to rent and remain debt-free or if we should, uh, would you recommend us going and buying a house that we've been wanting for a long time? Um, and if so, are you cool with us spending 800 K on it? Because the housing, housing prices here in Maryland are through the roof and the kind of house we want is sort of in that range. And then in addition, if we buy, what should we work on next? Is it the mortgage or what would you recommend? I mean, are you guys, it sounds like you kind of have been, are you a listener of our steps? It sounds like you've been walking through the steps. You're out of baby step two. Do you have three to six months saved of expenses? Uh, we, we, we do. Okay, yeah, that's good. Do. All right. Have you worked on a down payment separate from that three to six months? Yeah, so we, our, our down payment is, is going to be, and the three to six months is all lumped into uh, what we obtained from the sale of our house. That's kind of how we finished off our debt. It's all lumped in from, sorry, I missed that last part. The lumped sale in from of what? this house. What, oh, okay. So how much money is in yeah. your account right now? Um, about 160K. Okay. okay. How much of that is your? Th- how much is that should be your rainy day fund? Uh, yeah, I didn't do the math on that. So okay, three to here. six months of your monthly expenses. What's your household income? So we're two eighty k. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, probably three to six months of expenses might be uh, like forty thousand bucks. You set that aside, okay. never touch it. It's just for emergencies. Okay, you said you had 160 in there, so that leaves us 120 to put down. Did I do that right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, and you make really, really good money. Congratulations! And so, if we and the house you sold sold for how much? Three eighty. Okay, so you're doubling house, going from 400 to 800. Yeah. Okay, which also tells me that there are 400 thousand dollar houses in Baltimore. That's a good. Point. Oh, I said you would say that. Oh, just, just for anyone wondering. Yeah, no. I, just, just in case I just, you know, just in case I ever hear any rationalizing language coming out of you again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> However, I think you can actually afford an eight hundred thousand dollars house with the guidelines that we use. Yeah. So, you know, the way we teach is we want you. We don't want your payment to be any more than twenty five percent of your take home, and I mean that's everything included. We're talking about your taxes, On a your insurance. Yeah. Fifteen year. So put down one hundred and twenty thousand on eight hundred. That's going to put us at 680. The payment on a 15 year fixed that is no more than a fourth of your take home pay, mm-hmm. we are okay with, with the goal then of putting 15% of your income into retirement and starting to with any other income you can get your hands on. Let's go ahead and pay that house off in the next few years and make that part of your wonderful wealth building plan. Mm-hmm. And Nate, there's a great calculator we have. It's called How Much Home Can I Afford? And you can really put the numbers in there and see it and play around with that uh, because there's you can probably afford eight hundred you know thousand dollar house. You can, you can afford a six hundred eighty thousand dollar mortgage making two eighty with the numbers we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's exciting. 
You can do that. I mean, because you're making, is this money, is this income stable? Yes, it's stable. Good. Okay. Yeah, you did great, man. You're killing it. So, yeah, you, you the numbers will work, but you ought to run them out for yourself to be sure. The point of this all is a 15-year fixed, you can get paid off in 8 or 10, uh, and where your payment is only a fourth of your take-home pay, that gives you all kinds of wiggle room to make sure your investing is happening, the next car you pay for in cash, the next vacation you pay for in cash. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this year, Christmas will be in December, and you pay that in cash. That's right. So stuff doesn't sneak up on you. You leave room in your budget to be able to pay cash for things so there's no future debt sneaking up on you because you became house poor. Right. And that's the whole reason for this formula. But I think you're in good shape. I think you're able to do it. That's exciting. That's really exciting stuff. Very well. Cool. Susie is next up in San Antonio. <laughs> Hi, Susie. How are you? Hi. Hello. Hello. I cannot believe I'm on here. Well, we're okay. glad you're here. How can we help? I you all the time. Yes. Um, so I just probably had like two questions. Should I help my boyfriend pay off his debt? I know no. you're very against that. We're not, no. We're not. <laughs> no. Let me get I thought you said no. you listened no, to this show. I I listen to you for I mean I can I I, I know I know I, I hear um, but let me give you a little background. No, um, we've been together. <laughs> okay, well let me. Okay, no, we've been together for about six <laughs> years. We I have a I have a son and we've been living together for that amount of time. Uh, we bought how, land I'm sorry, together. How, how we paid old? it off. Uh, how old? Are, I am thirty. No, how old is the boy? Is how old is your son with this he man? Is six. He is okay. six, six years old. Okay, so why aren't we've been we married? For about five years. Why aren't we married? Um, that we're, I know we're doing everything backwards. We plan on we're not going to have this huge wedding. We're just going to do probably go to the courthouse and then so Friday you know, go to <laughs> Friday. I mean, I wish we Friday. Could go to Friday. It's been um, six years. Painter, get off the ladder. If you get married on Friday, you can pay off his debt on Friday. The, well, that's true. That's true. The, well, the reason why is not because we're trying to save up for our future home being married does not prohibit you from saving look all it causes of this, you to save yes you're okay. talking about good th- what you're talking about are, are good ideas but they need to be done the correct mm-hmm. way all right you guys right and it's you're mm-hmm. sa- you're saving up for a house right now. You're putting aside money. He's putting aside money. There's no house until you get married. Right now, you're trying to pay off mm-hmm. debt. He's paying off his debt. You're paying off your debt until you get married. And I know that it feels like you're already married because you got a kid and you're probably living together and all these things. But legally, that's not the case. You're completely right. leaving right. yourself vulnerable. And mm-hmm. I love you too much to do that. It's um, if you were my little sister, I would say, don't pay this guy's bills unless right. you're married to him. Mm-hmm. And I think you, I, I think you're it. already married. I think you're already married in everything except legal. Mm-hmm. Right, basically. I mean, so we, you need to just do it. Put the bills on everything, and I so do it. I'm, I'm debt free. I I I've paid off everything, so I know like if I help him, we can finish by the end of Friday, December. Friday, Susie. Like, I've, Friday. <laughs> yeah. What's stop? Hey, what's stopping it? Is it you or is it him or is it I, both? No, I I think it's it, it, it's him. I think it's mainly because he doesn't have the money to give me like I guess the ring or he the wedding or whatever. He gave it you is a kid. <laughs> I know, right? No, no, no. This this actually isn't his. It's not his kid. Oh, it's, he's uh, he's the stepfather. Yes, yes. I thought you said it. Then I thought you said you've been together not. that long. Definitely. No, this guy's a keeper. About, like, this is a guy's a keeper. He's raising somebody else's kid. Rope him. Exactly. Friday. Exactly, exactly.
But don't pay off that debt before. Don't you write checks on him. Till you uh, No, you do not pay other people's bills until you're married. <laughs> you will get burned. You'll change the tone, the tenor, the feel of the relationship. If you want to screw up a friendship, loan somebody a bunch of money. Messes up everything. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Go get married Friday and solve this. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Well, I'm excited to announce a huge event that we're doing here at the Ramsey Event Center in May. Um, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs and I have, uh, over the last two or three years, had a lot of wonderful conversations and become friends. We have this, both uh, have a love affair with hard work, work ethic, persistence, perseverance. So we know that in today's crazy world, small business owners are facing setbacks everywhere they turn. Since 2021, we've seen 4 million people a month leave their jobs. Political economist Nick Eberstadt tells us there are 7 million able-bodied males. My copy says men, but I'm going to call them males because they're able-bodied males opting to sit at home, Mm. being supported by someone else instead Mm. of working. They are not in the unemployment statistics because they're not actively seeking employment. So why are people giving up on work? There's this drift to mediocrity that is plaguing America right now because people aren't finding meaning in their work because socialism and this idea that someone owes me something, a participation trophy is on the rise. Our government told us, told some of you that you were not essential. I don't know of any more demeaning, dignity stealing phrase that we've come up with than you are not essential. And uh, decades of bad leadership, bad government decreased engagement, quiet quitting, the great resignation. This is chaos, people. Productivity is down. Complacency is at an all-time high. And small business owners are stuck in the middle of it all. They're trying to hire in a market where there's just very few hardworking people looking Mm -hmm. for a job. And they don't know how to move forward without a team to charge the gates of hell with them. But the antidote to fear is hope. And we need a healthy dose of hope. So here's what we're going to do. On Thursday, May the 4th, I'm teaming up with Mike Rowe and five best-selling authors and experts on the state of work in America today. We're going to address this labor crisis head-on, and we're going to give business leaders solutions for how to find and hire the right people in this environment. Right here at Ramsey, we're going to do this at the Ramsey Event Center, right here on the hill behind me. So if you're a business leader, you do not want to miss this event in Ramsey's brand-new event center. Again, Mike Rowe and I, and uh, this is on Thursday night, May the 4th. It will be Thursday evening at dinner on on up into the night. Tickets start at $79, and you can register starting today at RamseySolutions.com slash events. You need to be at this event. 
$79 is a deal. This is some world-class thought leaders in this space, and this is a trouble spot in America right now, and we've got some really good ideas on how to help with it, not just name-call, not just poke fun, Uh, although those two things would be really easy here. I'm ready. So, RamseySolutions.com slash events. Thomas is in Washington. Hi, Thomas. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, thank you guys for taking my call. Sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I just want your thoughts about people who uh, retire early and retire out of the country um, and live very well on their retirement for very cheap in different countries. I think they're called expats. Well, expat is not just living out of the country. Expat means you have given up your American citizenship Mm -hmm. to avoid taxation. That's okay. an, that means expatri- that's means expatriate, no? like you are no longer a patriot. That's what expat means. Right. So uh, okay. I, I, I would not do that, but I would, you know, if you want to live in another country because the cost of living is low and you want to live in Costa Rica or you want to live in Mexico and some of the spots are really right. nice, um, right. you know, I'm very aware of several people doing that. I've got friends that live in Cabo full-time, uh, and, yes, the cost of living is way mm-hmm. less. And, uh, you're, but as an American citizen, you're always going to have your taxes. You're not getting out of that. Uh, but, uh, you know, now granted, if there is a low cost of living in another country, there's some things that go with that. Okay. A lower standard of living. Where do you have in mind, Thomas? Uh, Costa Rica, Ecuador, um, uh, not Venezuela. That's for sure. Um, yeah. You know, Mexico is is good. Maybe uh, an Asian country like Thailand or yep. Vietnam. It's very cheap. Yeah. Have you very been, cheap. just do your researching and go to these places? And, you know what and I would do. What I would do is a couple things. One is I would go to the area that narrow it down to two or three areas and go rent a house uh-huh. there for a month. A month, okay. Mm-hmm. Not just a week. A month. Yeah to where your your mm-hmm. pulse rate changes, mm-hmm. you your body adjusts to the rhythm of the culture that you're living in. And mm-hmm. um, it, I, I've got a buddy that owns a 1,000 acres in Costa Rica. It's actually hectares, uh-huh. but not acres. But um, And uh, he, he's planning to do what you do. And when he goes down there, he says his pulse rate changes, but he has to stay several weeks for that to happen. Mm. And here's the deal. You can build a, yeah. a, a, a compound, so to speak, have a very nice okay. property, and the cost of labor might be really low, so you might have lots of folks helping you inside the property right. as maids right. or as chefs or doing the lawn work or whatever. But when you leave sure. the compound, when you leave your property, you're going to go to a different standard of living than you are in the state of Washington. Mm-hmm. So you've got to enjoy sure. the culture, the yeah. culture, the shopping, the restaurants. You've got to be fine with all of that. And yeah. you can be. I'm not saying you can't, but... But and the my, idea, the my idea other that concern, guys, is the uh, like healthcare in different countries. Too. Exactly. That's yeah. a, that's a that's a yeah. part of it. Yeah, that's a part yeah. of it. And and you okay. know you're gonna. Uh, but it, it's quite an adventure. And I don't I don't uh, I, I would not do it because I hate America. I would do it because it's a fun no, adventure. Not, no, I don't hate it. I love America. I love America. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I'm just I, you asked my yeah. opinion, so I'm telling you. But yeah. the uh, uh, I, and I wouldn't do it to, to become an expatriate. 
to where I don't have, you know, I lose my citizenship to give up on taxes. That's not the point. I'm not trying to hide. I'm not trying to become, get off the grid. I'm just trying to enjoy a high, I mean, a good standard of living for a lot less money. Yeah. Man, I would love to be able to have a property outside of the United States and keep a residence in the United States. That for me would be the best of both worlds and you can divide up your time. I don't know what Thomas's money situation is like, but that to me is where it's at. But I would um, spend, based on the, the, the circles I run in, the mistakes that people have made or where they thought it was something until they lived there. And so go live there yeah. before you drop, you know, a half million dollars, a million dollars, whatever it is, into a property um, and or because there's a honeymoon, there's a honeymoon period too well, when you're you just gotta, enamored. Yeah, you got to get, you got to start to understand. Like, you know, if you live in Cabo and you call a plumber, okay, yeah, it's not three hours, it's three days what, before they come. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you need that's, to, and maybe <laughs> that's the other thing. So it's true a, that it's a different cult. I mean. You know, when when they say in Jamaica, no problem, man. Yes. That, means, no time. that means I ain't coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's island time right there. Island means time I am is smoking different. pot. I am not going to come help you. That's what that means. That's, <laughs> so that's true. You, you have to, you, you got to, you, you know, so somebody that's wired like me where the trains run on time and I like high service and <laughs> I like, I like to, you know, the I like the water to not get empty on my table while I'm in a restaurant mm-hmm. and. You know, I'm not demanding. I'm just spoiled. Yeah. And so, you know, you just got to have a little more laid back mentality no if you're going to be in a different culture <laughs> because, uh, you know, some some of the uh, Caribbean cultures don't run on the same speed sure. that we yeah. run on in the U.S. And uh, most of them don't. Yeah. And it's quite wonderful uh, as long as you adjust your expectations to it. Mm-hmm. So that that's the point. So live there a little while. It'll... Uh, It'll uh, help you make a better decision wherever it is, whether it's Thailand or uh, whatever. And consider politics, too. Yeah, I'd be worrying about the politics, yeah, I would be. And the stability of the government in a particular location, all those kinds of things. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Scott and Sherry are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, good. Welcome, welcome. Where do you guys live? Uh, Brooktondale, New York. Love it. And welcome to Nashville. How much debt have you paid off? $64,802.88. Very good. How long did this take? 28 months, 26 days. <laughs> Love it. And uh, what was your range of income during that two and a half years? 91 to 99,000. Cool. What do y'all do for a living? I'm a teacher aid bus driver. Mm-hmm. I'm a registered nurse. Very good. Good for you guys. What kind of debt was your 65,000? <laughs> Three credit cards, personal loans, student loans, two vehicles. You were wow. normal. We were. And normal sucks, and you discovered that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be normal anymore. Broke through. Okay, 28 months ago. How long have y'all been married? 27 years. 27 years, but 25 years into the marriage, you looked up and said, this plan's got to change. Tell me what happened. Um, I had a I had Facebook for the first time, and I saw one of my friends had posted um, pictures of her and her family holding wads and wads of money, and they paid cash for a new-to-them SUV. 
And I said, how did you do that? You know, because that was something that I always wanted to do. My, lots and lots of money's good. Yeah, yeah like all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And because and, I always thought that buying a car with cash was what older people did, not people my age and younger. Or rich people or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So I approached Scott and said, you know, I think that we could do this. And I ended up um, totaling up all of our debt. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And I told him about it, and uh, I think the rest is history. <laughs> so what was your reaction, Scott, when she comes to you with... $65,000! Yeah. It was overwhelming. Um, and I read your book, and we took off, and I knew that I had to finish this. I had to do it. It was something that I've watched people do, and we decided we got to give it a shot, and we never stopped. We took FPU, um, and I promised the FPU teacher that I would do this. That would be here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love it. Very cool. Very cool. Where did you take Financial Peace University? Um, in Ithaca, New York. Okay. At your church or a church? Or? It was through a church. A yeah. church. Okay. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Very, cool. very cool. Okay. So this all starts with an innocent Facebook post. Who knew? <laughs> good things can come from Facebook. That's right. It's the first I time. I just found one. <laughs> yeah. It can actually happen. I agree. I agree. <laughs> all right. Wads and wads of cash. We pay cash for an SUV. So Sherry wow. says... Uh, Hey, friend, how'd you do this? And she said, those Ramsey people. Mm-hmm. And you get the total money makeover book, which leads you into a financial peace class. Have I got this right? Yep. yep. And we're now financial peace university teachers through our wow. oh, co- coordinators through our uh, church. Woo! Yeah. Where, what's your church? Hillside Alliance. All right. You need to go to, his, you need to just go to Scott and Sherry's class. They're professionals. They paid off $65,000 in debt, and they have wads and wads of cash. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but. We're working on that, yeah. I love it. Way to go, you two. <laughs> so cool. proud of y'all. Thank you. So when you guys were getting out of debt, what did you find? Did you find that, man, it's our income, we've got to do things to get more money in, or was it really getting on a budget and decreasing you know, your outgo? It was getting on the budget. We were already following the Every Dollar um, app mm-hmm. and paying for that. And then we just did the class to give us even more inspiration and more push. Um, so, and then just cutting back on a lot of things. Like we love to go out to dinner. Mm. There and it we, is. We love to travel. Um, so we cut back on all of that. Mm-hmm. The best camping trip we had was when we took our camper debt free. Hey. to a free campsite somewhere and just stayed in our camper nobody else's yeah i like it that's good that. nobody yep. else owns it yeah yep. meaning you got it paid off and now we own the truck that pulls it and the subaru that got us here okay. and it, it's unbelievable yeah feels different the cars drive different without a payment <laughs> <laughs> they do i you know i can hit a deer which are you know it's very common up in new york Did and you I'm like, have you hit one in the past okay but not, not lately okay. not well, lately no that kind of no. happens in tennessee too they're, they're, <laughs> like, they're like rats around here they're everywhere yeah i was yeah. the spender you know it was always me i ate out more than i should and it showed in two ways we, <laughs> we were broke and so and Pants the shirt doesn't so yeah. Yeah. yeah i bet i don't know anybody like that scott <laughs> keep that to yourself will you okay oh my gosh way to go you guys Very good. way to go how's it feel to be free for the first time in 27 years it feels it feels really good my dad always told me especially when we pulled up into the driveway with a new car new to us car um he was always like slave to the lender slave to the lender and i was like uh, like yeah i'm that's normal that's that's the only way i can afford a car (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now you can afford one, though. Now we can afford one. If you live like no one else later, you can live and give like no one else. Yeah. And I think that that, I mean, besides paying off the debt, um, giving was our, that was our, oh, that's our ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. It is kind of fun. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> so what? <laughs> yes, <love> it is. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what's sure. next for you? Like, what's on your docket? Like, what's that thing that you're like, okay, we're debt-free. Now it's go time on this. Uh, the roof is leaking, and we're going to pay cash for that. Hey, love it. Uh, that's love just really, that. yeah, that's awesome. That, yeah. That's a great feeling. It really is. Yeah. Okay, so talk to people, because uh, you guys have been married 27 years. I've been married 40. Talk to people that have been married uh, a couple decades. How did it change after 25 years of marriage when you start working on this how did it change your relationship we got closer Mm. our our kids our our younger kid um graduated hvac school heating ventilation air conditioning Mm -hmm. and watched this whole process and he will never have a credit card or he'll be he wants to be debt free like us Mm. and it's changed our future but it's hopefully going to change his forever so it's um just but there were a lot of mornings that we would get up and sit with our with your book open and we would with our bibles open and study and read those verses over and over again and you know just work on that and praying the the Mm. promises of god over your life yes and now you see a whole different you catch a whole another gear in your marriage and in your relationship um, you don't have any payments. You can be generous. You've changed your family tree because your kids are watching, and now they're changing and not going to do it. It's pretty incredible the uh, the effect that all of this has from one mm-hmm. stinking Facebook post. Well, <laughs> and, and can I call out something in you guys' character that's that's worth calling out? A lot of people would have seen that post, Sherry, and gone, "Oh, must be nice," and hated on it and thought, "Well, that's." But you asked how, okay. and I think that that's something that is just so. Mm. Um, mm. there's not a stitch of pride in that. It's so humble to go, well, how'd you do it? And not be mad at him and not be jealous at him and not, well, must be nice. Because so many people would do that. And I just think that right there is incredible. Well, they, very, gave very well us, done. they gave us the book that I read as well. Yeah. So when she said that, that was the book that was handed to me. And, oh, wow. Okay. And Amazing. They still hand books out today. They sold a house and left a book in wow. the house, in the drawer, and they sold it. And so they sort of do those little tricks along the way. So hopefully someday we can do something like that. Yeah. Love that. Johnny Total Money Makeover Seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I love it a lot. Mm-hmm. Well done. Well done. Very cool. Well, speaking of books, we've got the Live and Give bundle for you guys, the Total Money Makeover for you to give away. And like it's happened for you, pay it forward. And uh, we're going to help you do that by giving you that. The uh, Baby Steps Millionaires book, because that's your next step. Mm-hmm. And uh, Financial Peace University, since you're uh, coordinators, we're going to give you a membership. You can give that to somebody. I'm sure you know single mom or somebody that's deserving that needs some help and get them going. So you'll find good uses for all of that. You guys are special. You're amazing people. We're so proud of you. Thank you for coming. All right, Scott and Sherry, Ithaca, New York, 65,000 paid off in 28 months, making 91 to 99. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt free. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that's done. (laughs) This 
is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Psalms 143.10, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Mark Twain said, don't let schooling interfere with your education. (laughs) Good stuff. (laughs) Candace is with us in Dallas. Hey, Candace, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. um, My question is, um, well, the next thing on our to-do list, financial to-do list, is to get term life insurance. Mm -hmm. And part of the pricing for that depends on your weight, um, but I'm... um, two weeks away from having my third baby. (laughs) So I'm curious if I should um, either use my pre-pregnancy weight to fill these um, applications out or the the tools out, or if I should wait until after our baby is born and, um, and, you know, give it some time to, so that I, I get back down to a more normal weight for myself before I, um, before I go and get a policy. Ethically, either one's okay with me in terms of uh, how much uh, insurance are you applying for? Probably about 1.3 mil. Okay. If they're going to require a medical, they may put you on a scale. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if they're going to do that, then you're going to have to wait till post-baby, right? Right. <laughs> and so uh, what I would do, are you working with Xander Insurance? That's where I went. Yeah. Good, good. Call them and ask them okay. what they think you should do on this particular okay. policy with this particular carrier, and they can give you some guidance. If you're going to get put on a scale, you know, because they're coming to check your blood pressure, they're going to do an in-home medical, and on a million-dollar policy, right. they might, okay? okay. Uh, how old are you? I'm 39. Any other medical? No. Okay, so healthy mother yeah. of three, okay? Soon to be, soon to be. <laughs> Okay. Good to be three. Yeah. So I, I would talk to him about that. That, that. If there is a an in-house, uh, you know, the number of times I've had a medical exam for life insurance, there's so many, it's, I can't count them anymore over the years. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's always, you know, they're, they're looking for uh, blood pressure. They're looking at weight and, and uh, uh, BMI, you know, body mass index and so on. And so, uh, you know, if they're okay with you filling it out with your pre-pregnancy weight, that's not really unethical because that is your actual weight. Right. You know, I mean, um, what you're going through here is a normal transformational process of having a baby, so that's not not wrong. But now, it, again, if they're going to have, if they're going to come three weeks after the baby comes and do a medical, then you know, you you probably just need to wait if that's the case. Obviously. Okay. So yeah. I, I would talk to them, let them talk you through it. Yeah. I would do the same thing. You would think that there would be something that's kind of in place for that sort of situation because, like you said, having a baby is a natural thing. It doesn't mean you're unhealthy or that you're, quote, overweight. Yeah, well, weight gain would be – you would need to gain weight. Exactly. That That's the healthy state yeah. Yeah, to, that, to gain weight. So I mean, third baby sometimes a little more. Well, I've, I've heard a rumor, but yeah. I don't know. But, um, and for some people who will remain nameless, second baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this person. I do not know this person. Look, the, the, those BMIs that they measure you by. Yeah, that's real. Yes, but. It's completely unfair. It's unfair. Thank you, it's Dave. It's unfair because muscle weighs more than fat. 
Okay. Well, I mean, and, and <laughs> did you know that old fat weighs even more? <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Ancient fat. All right. Jim is in Pittsburgh. Hey, Jim, what's up? Hey, thank you for having me on, and thank you for everything you do. Thank I you. Have a, uh, quick question, a quick question about baby step six. Mm-hmm. My wife and I are in four, five, and six. Good. And uh, we just moved into the house, and we projected we could probably knock out the mortgage in five to eight years if we live pretty frugally. Two-part question, though. What, how intense do you generally recommend for baby step six, number one? And number two, are we better with that time window of putting the money directly at the mortgage or putting it at, in, let's say, an S&P fund, letting it grow, and then in five or six years taking that and putting it at the uh, principal? Last question first, directly at the mortgage. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why. And for me, it's, you know, you'd probably be putting that money in some sort of a brokerage account. And I just don't like the idea, Jim, of having a big pile of money sitting there because I say it all the time. The minute you've got 40000 60000 this guy named Uncle Boo Boo walks in and he's giving you all these great ideas on what you should do with that money instead of doing what you said you were going to do, which is put it towards a mortgage. So there's nothing wrong with just going ahead and chunking that more that money to the mortgage in real time. Um, now back to your first question, the baby six thing, the intensity, you know, we say around here that the first few baby steps are about being intense. And then the the second few are about intentionality. And that's true. But I think, you know, some people, maybe baby step two wasn't a huge deal for them. And so they're, they're ready to put some intensity into something. And a lot of times that looks like the mortgage. Um, and if that's the case and you and your wife are like, Hey, we really want to get this thing paid off. I really think that's up to you guys. I, I personally, you know, me and my husband, we're working to pay off a mortgage. And I, I would say we're kind of at that. If if intensity is measured, you know, from one to 100, we're like 50, 60%. We're not doing it the way we did baby step two. You know, we're we're being very intentional about putting extra money, making extra payments, but it's not beans and rice, rice and beans. Here's the thing. Um, extreme frugality is hard to sustain for six or eight years that too emotionally because you're not participating in ever going out to eat you're not you're not ever going on a vacation you're not you're driving an old beat up car you're not buying uh, much clothing at all um and that's an extreme frugality and intention uh, an intensity that would be gazelle intense in baby steps one two three right so if you know i, I would not recommend extreme in that I wouldn't personally do extreme, but I am very goal oriented. And every time you spend money on something, it means you're not reducing the mortgage and you're going to have it that much longer. So I'm going to, that that's the intentionality piece. I'm going to constantly be making that weighted decision. And some people call that frugal. I call it being a grown up, mm-hmm. being in, you know. So, in, so maybe instead of a frugal vacation, a modest vacation, something yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, like I don't want you making three hundred thousand dollars a year and, and you know, uh, staying in some ratty hotel. That's just right. silly. I mean, don't do that. Uh, that's not that's not sustainable. And uh, if you want to do that for eighteen months or something, but for six years, that's that's a problem. You know, it's it's very hard to to sustain that relationally now what cause what i'm what i have found in doing what i do is one person might be able to do that but the other one is not along for a joyride mm-hmm. 
and you start it starts leaving a mark a scar on your relationships at, at some point the extreme part does now if you're both in and you say hey instead of spending this doing this glorious uh seven day cruise uh we're going to do a weekend in a nice airbnb yeah. or we're going to you know catch a, a a deal on a a nice hotel for four days and uh spend half and put the other half yeah. on there that that's intentionality that's, that's not good. intensity and so that's not extreme frugality that's just paying attention yeah and we did do all that kind of stuff that's a good point because i know for sam and i when i i remember trying to come in hot with the mortgage stuff and the look on his face was like ptsd like we just we, we just, just did, this. did this like i just want to enjoy a little bit and he was right yeah a li- and a little bit is the key so yeah. Yeah, this going hog wild as soon as you get out of debt is going to get you back into Facts. debt. Mm-hmm. So that that's not what we're talking about. We're going to be intentional. We're going to be doing this with, with purpose. Mm-hmm. But I think you guys, as long as you and your wife are both at peace and one of you is not dragging the other one yeah, true. through this, then I think you've got a pretty good balance at that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. some level of frugality. What the culture calls frugality, yes. Right. Because the culture spends like they're in Congress. Well, that's a good point because these definitions are different. Frugality, in my mind, is very different than what some people might say. You know, frugality, in some people's mind, is I don't get everything I want. <laughs> Boo-hoo. <laughs> Boo-hoo. But that's not what he's talking about, no. and so we need to be careful because I don't want you dumpster diving and uh, ramen noodles and, and you know sewing up your clothes and making four hundred thousand dollars a year and uh, and calling that responsible. Yeah, that's no, that's terrible. That's not what we're doing. Nope, not during not during four, five, six. Now during one through three, we can do anything you want to do. That puts us out of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. What's up, guys? It's Jade. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.